Welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast for this October 4th, 2022 edition. I'm your host, Tony. Thank you for joining me. Please be sure to subscribe to this channel and donate and to support this channel any way you can as we will continue to bring you the lower 48 United States weather conditions as well as world weather news as it becomes available. Today, we're going to be looking at the current surface radar and composite radar and map. And then we're going to also look at any if there's any severe weather going on, as well as the tropics as well, to round off all things weather today. So first, starting off, ladies and gentlemen, we have the current surface radar map of the United States. And currently, things are a lot more quieter um, in terms of severe weather and in terms of fire dangers or any other major hazards that may affect us. So now we have just a bunch of garden variety showers and thunderstorms, particularly in the Northeast Corridor and in the upper Midwest in the nation's heartland. Uh, it's been a very quiet weather pattern after Ian has exited and dissipated off the coast of the Atlantic Eastern Seaboard there. Now we're left with a coastal low that is bringing showers through the Delmarva Peninsula from Dover, Delaware, back in the Baltimore, Maryland, up through the Susquehanna Valley and, and into the Lehigh Valley of Pitts, uh, Pennsylvania and up, up through the Hudson River Valley of New York State. These showers have been pesky and continuing all the day uh, to doing today and tomorrow. And it's also bringing much cooler temperatures. Temperatures have been stuck in the 40s and 50 degree Fahrenheit for much of New York, Pennsylvania, the D.C. and the I-95 corridor through New Jersey and all the way down through Richmond, Virginia. And so this coastal low, this cold core low will continue to move inland uh, tomorrow. And then after that, a high pressure to the west of it coming out of Chicago and the nation's heartland through I-70 corridor and the Ohio Valley will move eastward to kick out this coastal low back out to sea finally. That will lead to warmer temperatures for the northeast, the mid-Atlantic, and the southeast on um, Thursday and Friday to end out the week. But then we have a series of cold fronts coming in uh, starting like Friday, Alberta Clipper-like cold systems coming in as we get into next week and and the week after next. It's going to bring fall-like temperatures down. But this is good. This rain, one benefit of this rain is that it's helping out with the fall foliage. So far, the fall foliage reports have been coming from the upper Midwest, well above International Falls, Minnesota, and the Dakotas, and over toward Vermont and the Canadian border and and, and the green white mountains of New Hampshire and and, and Vermont Um, there as they get ready for their peak next week and the week after next their peak fall season uh, color foliage season and Appalachians as well coming up toward the end of October from the uh, Smoky Mountains of North Carolina, Blue Ridge Mountains, all the way up through the Shenandoah Valley. Uh, Their peak is looking toward the end of the month, toward Halloween, and of course, the first week in November. So these showers are helping to enhance the tannins of the leaves, the three colors, the primary colors we know, the oranges, the reds, the yellows. So that's one benefit of the rainfall that has fallen as well. Now, we do have some showers extending, of course, with the monsoon season from El Paso, Texas, up through the I-25 corridor through Albuquerque and up through Denver, just west of Denver and Boulder and Fort Collins, Colorado. And some showers extending, of course, in the Grand Canyon Rim country from Prescott, Verde Valley, up through Flagstaff, Arizona. These showers continue to prompt a little bit of flash flood warnings in the rim of the Grand Canyon and some of those northern Arizona counties. They have since been kind of discontinued and made just a flash flood watch, so it's not a series of 
emergency, but there's still heavy showers going on there as well. This is in association with a low pressure system that's moving through Baja, California. Some leftover moisture that's been pumped up from the um, one of the tropical systems there that uh, was over, uh, that was there for a while. I think it was Orville or Rikti or something like that it was called. But we'll look at that later. And we also have, uh, other than that, we have quiet conditions in the southeast, clear skies in the southeast and then upper Pacific Northwest. Uh, for those friends up there, temperatures have been really above average. If you want more summer-like temperatures, that's where to go. Seattle, Portland, Salem, Pendleton, Idaho, Cutbank, Harvard, Montana, and through Casper, Wyoming. Temperatures there have been running in 70s, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Perfect summer weather for those who want to hang on to a taste of summer in the early fall here. So that's the what we have going on. And like I said, according to the Storm Prediction Center today, SPC noaagov that there is no areas of severe concern today in the lower 48 united states that is great news as well no fire danger risk right now um for those states that are battling that were battling wildfires uh so that's great news now going to the tropics we have two areas of interest one area just became tropical depression number 12 with 35 not 35 miles an hour winds 39 this is well east of the um well west of the cabo verde cape verde islands it just came off it, it just was made a tropical depression 12 was the last advisory as a five p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. It's moving northwest at 10 knots or 12 miles an hour. Now, this has the potential to become Janet within the next days, within the next two days um, here. And there's no reason why it shouldn't become Janet. Um, it's looking very strong here. It's one. It's the first advisory on it. It just came hot off the press here. I'm looking at it right now here, and I'm going to share with you some details of it here. So, uh, the depression has some potential to become a tropical storm tonight or Wednesday. So, that's tomorrow. But the system is expected to dissipate by Thursday night. So, it'll be a short-lived short-lived storm janet so we'll get it it'll dissipate by thursday night or the weekend friday and then we'll move on to the k storm minimum central pressure is quite high it's at 1007 millibars so um that's what's going on there with that and the graphic shows it the cone graphic shows it moving northwestward at 10 miles an hour 12 miles an hour and accelerating in the middle of the atlantic just becoming a fish storm of sea interest um and dissipating by thursday late thursday afternoon after being a depression thursday afternoon then thursday night it's going to dissipate over the open waters of the atlantic so that'll be janet um tropical storm janet will dissipate and then we'll go on to the K-Storm. So the, the K-Storm will be next here. I believe that's Karen. But looking up here in the K-Storm, we have a chance for the storm that's closer to the um, Windward Islands here, moving closer to Barbados, about a couple, maybe about 150 miles south-southeast of Barbados, of the Windward Islands. It does not have a closed circulation, this area of disturbance, but it's given a 40% chance of development in 48 hours. And the Hurricane Center, National Hurricane Center, through five days gives us a 70% chance of development as it moves westward. Now, a lot of models have moved this system up through the Caribbean, just as Ian has moved up through the Caribbean. Um, and so we have to watch this one very closely here, guys. Um, typically patterns in the, in the late and uh, beginning, uh, up to October tend to run through South Florida and then back out the sea following the Bermuda Azores high. A ridge or they tend to run keep westward and head toward the texas louisiana area we have yet we'll have to see what happens with this system but this could be another uh, big one coming up here and it will be the k norms k name letter storm of the season in the next five days so don't look for this to become anything uh big here until uh friday i believe later on this week look for it to really look as the models get a better fix of it of where it's going to be going so the k norm the k name storm of this season will be this will become carl 
I'm sorry, Julia was the one. I'm sorry, Julia is the one that's coming up. That's the one that said the tropical depression 12 will become Julia, then dissipate. Tropical storm dissipate by Thursday. Then we have Carl that's coming up. That's the one I was showing you here. Uh, the disturbance here that's closer to Barbados and the Windward Islands. In five days, it has a 70% chance, a high chance. So um, probably by Thursday night, Friday, we'll be dealing with Carl, Tropical Storm Carl, in the Central Caribbean Sea here, just below Jamaica, if it moves, continues to move along this track here. In the eastern and north Pacific, we go. We have pain. Tropical storm pain is a little bit stronger, but this is going to be a fish storm too out here off the coast of Baja, California, seven miles, um, 100, 100 miles to the south, southwest of Cabo San Lucas and Baja, California. We have, uh, tropical storm pain so it's going to it's going to continue to meander uh affecting the channel islands and sea islands out here in the middle of the um, eastern pacific and become a depression by friday dissipating later on so tropical storm pain is going to be a, a storm for mariners interest out there and that's about it central north pacific is looking good hawaii you're looking absolutely fabulous out there as well and so that's what we have going on right here we're really looking at a really great weather pattern um for the next couple of days and uh, like i said as far as the tropics guys we're in the secondary peak of the hurricane season Season, which uh, lasts for the next two weeks the peak it peaks again on the graph in October around October 10th but you have to give it another week to take effect so between uh, the last peak will be from between October 17th and October 21st um, as far as the peak the two peaks of the hurricane season that we have one in September and then the secondary little peak in October now it's not to say we can't get any storms in November we can but they tend to be out the sea and more closer we get closer to home like close east of the Bahamas in the Gulf of Mexico and in the northwest Caribbean seas where we tend to look closer to home not toward out toward Africa and the Cape Verde season as that begins to wind down typically in November now that's you know there are exceptions to the rule so but um so that's when the so the peak will be coming up Monday, October 10th, Columbus Day, the second day peak. But it takes a week for that to take effect. So by the 17th, we should be dealing with a Carl or maybe another storm coming up. Um, maybe a uh, um, after if Carl goes somewhere, then Lisa, either Carl or Lisa will become that's the next name. So this storm here has a high chance. This disturbance here will become Carl. And this one here, will, Janet, will just be a um, tropical storm. Janet, which will be named tomorrow, probably is floating out here in the um, west of the Cabo Verde Islands. Once again, that's going to be a sea storm. Those are two developments. And then we have one more wave after that. If I switch over to the satellite, there's one more wave coming off Africa behind uh, 12, trop Tropical Depression 12, should be coming off after next weekend. And um, that, that could possibly give us our next name storm as well. So keep informed. Uh, keep tuning back to the weather guru. We'll keep you informed with the tropics as well as break down what's going on in the lower 48 United States as well. And uh, continue to stay strong this week here, weather-wise or not. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening and have a great evening or night wherever you are.